Hello, Molo, Sawona, Jumbo, and welcome to Every Nation Durban. We are a family of churches with the purpose to honor God by establishing Christ-centered, spirit-empowered, socially responsible churches and campus ministries in every nation. You can find us in big cities like London, New York, Paris, and Joburg. You can also find us in nations like Bangladesh, Botswana, China, and even Hawaii. In Durban, we have a local vision of being a healthy church that starts other healthy churches. Our mission is reach, disciple, impact. We want to reach every person, every campus, and every nation. Join this mission to honor God and advance His kingdom. And remember, nine is a, a significant number. Nine fruits, nine gifts. Nine means the end of something, the beginning of something. Okay? So the fruit of the Spirit is the end of living in the flesh. That old nature, that old you, gone. Okay? Living in godliness from this point forward. The gifts of the Spirit are the end of Satan's dominion and the beginning of the kingdom of God on earth. So whenever we... Whenever we walk in the gifts of the Spirit, we're advancing the kingdom of God on earth. We're seeing God's kingdom come to people's lives. We're seeing the kingdom bring direction to people's lives, healing to people's lives. We're seeing uh, salvation coming through the gifts. The gifts are there to advance the kingdom of God in people's lives. So it's not only about just like, well, I just want to be like Jesus and, you know, I'm just going to be a nice person. No, you weren't just created only for that. Yes, but not only that. Amen. You were created to walk in power. Jesus said, go into Jerusalem, disciples, and wait there until you are clothed with power. Okay, so it's like he wants us to walk in power. And if you feel unworthy about that today, I want to encourage you. You can walk in the power of the Holy Spirit. These gifts of the Spirit, I really believe they're not just for a select, chosen, holy few. But they're for the bride of Christ. They're for the body of Christ. They're not a show. They're not a show of moments. They are tools to help the body of Christ do the works that Jesus did. You know, it's interesting how often we think maturity is a strong gift. Like we see somebody exercising like the gift of prophecy or the working of miracles or the gifts of healings and we think, whoa, super Christian, next level, very mature. Actually, maturity is showing the fruit of the Spirit. <laughs> you can be very immature and operate in the gifts of the Spirit. Because faith is the activator for the gifts of the Spirit. And often it's young believers, baby believers who just have radical faith in Jesus. And they're like, I know Jesus heals. Let me go pray for a sick person. Somebody gets healed. And we all go, wow, this guy's amazing. Let him lead a church or something. But he's a baby. <laughs> Maturity in the kingdom is actually character. What sort of character? The fruit of the Spirit. So, so maturity is something that happens over time. All right, Maturity is, is, is the... Is the fruit of the Spirit being worked out in evidence in our life? It's now become part of our nature. But the gifts of the Spirit are accessed by faith. So they are available to every single one of us. And my hope is that as we journey through the series, you 
you're really going to start to believe that. You're really going to start to just step out the boats and trust God and say, Lord, let your power flow through me this week. Let, give me a word of knowledge for somebody in the office today. Lord, I want to prophesy. Lord, I want to I I sh- prophesy into somebody's life. I pray that you fill me with the knowledge of your word so that I can go forth in power this week. Lord, I want to heal the sick this week. Lord, I want to see someone who's sick getting healed because I know what sickness is like and I hate sickness. And Lord, I know it's the work of the enemy and I know it's the work of Satan. I want to be healing hands for you, Jesus. And step out and actually start to exercise these gifts. So that's what we're going through in the series. And um, I just want to give you a heads up. If we Remember, there's, there's not only the gifts of the Spirit, there's also the motivational gifts in Romans 12, and there's the ministry gifts in Ephesians chapter 4. So I've got this, like, those three categories up there. You can see them on the screen. There's actually 21 gifts all in all. Hey? Do you like getting gifts? Come on, man. <laughs> so we're focusing on the nine gifts of the Spirit. Next week, Trish and I are doing a wedding in Matatil. <laughs> okay? And, hallelujah, uh, Deneo, Richard, are they here? I don't think they are here this morning, but they're getting married next week in Matatil. So we're doing the Eastern Cape with them twice. And I'm getting my Kosa outfit sorted. I'm uh, looking forward to saying indeed again. <laughs> Um, and so, so that's happening next weekend. So we've got a friend of ours, Pastor Richard Mangavan, who leads Anthem Church, and uh, and his wife Jackie Mangavan. They're going to be coming next week, and they're going to be talking about the motivational gifts, and in particular the gift of leadership. And uh, they're they're incredible leaders, and we trust in God for a, a leadership impartation next week. So, guys, you're in for a real treat next week. Invite your friends. Come. I just want to promo, they are an incredible, powerful couple. So they're going to be coming and talking on those next week. But today, we're going to carry on with the nine gifts of the, of the Spirit. And in particular, we're going to focus on the word of knowledge. Amen. The word of wisdom. Someone's praying in tongues. <laughs> and the gift of prophecy. All three. So... When you look at these nine gifts, which one do you want out of them? If you wouldn't mind putting up the next slide. Just take a look at these nine gifts over here. These are the, the gifts we're talking about. I want to talk about a word of wisdom, a word of knowledge, and talking about prophecy as well. Which one, which one looks nice to you? Shout out which one you want. Say it again. Healings. Come on. Working of miracles. Prophecy. Faith. The interpretation of tongues. Hallelujah. I really, I really want us to be a church that, that honors these and flows in these guys. These are beautiful things. Who wanted the gifts of healings? Stand up quickly. If you raise your hand, stand, 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 stand. Stand, stand, stand. You want the gifts of healings. All right. Who here needs healing this morning? There's something 
wrong in your body and you need prayer and we need to trust God for a miracle to do something special in your life. Who, who here? Ayanda? Is your hand raised? Keep your hand raised. Anybody else? Oh, you're all shy now. Come on. Is any, is, are we all healed? Are we all healed? You, you, I can feel like we're... Sinuses. Yes. Okay, keep your hand up. What? Your leg. Okay, we're going to pray for that. Julie, you need healing as well. Okay, what's wrong? Okay. Can, can you guys who are standing gather around the people who have got their hands raised and need healing this morning? Those guys who are standing, let's move around. You see, if you want the gift, you have to step out. So you can have more than two or three around the person who needs healing. Marika, you also need healing. Okay, everyone who had their hand raised, is there someone around you to pray for you? Okay, so typically, Knox, why don't you just come here a second. Typically, when we pray for people, always be sensitive to their own personal space. Some people are very like, don't touch me. Others are like, you know, lay hands, go for it. Always be, always be, always be aware of also the male-female thing as well. All right? So guys, if a woman says, it's my chest... You don't go lay your hands on her chest. (laughs) You can lay your hands on their shoulder. That's always a very non-threatening, you know, just kind of like I'm just praying for you and keeping space. You can put your hand on their head. But it's also always good to ask if you don't know where the person's at, like this, because you're going to do this out there, not only in church, to ask and say, do you mind if I just put my hand on you while I pray for you? Okay, just so be sensitive when you do it. So those guys who've got your hands raised, you've got people around you, the people around you, I'd like you to pray for them now. Lay hands and let's trust God for healing to flow. <clears throat> let's go for it. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. You are the healer and we trust you now for your healing anointing to flow in this house. Thank you that this is a house of healing. Flow in the name of Jesus. Let your anointing flow. Let your power flow. If you're at home this morning and you need healing, we encourage you just to put your hand where, where you need healing. If it's your stomach, put your hand on your stomach, your knee, put your hand on your knee. And we're just going to trust that God touches you now at home, in your living room, in your kitchen, wherever you are, watching this, in your bedroom. We trust God to release His healing power over you. Alright. Let's trust God for a miracle this morning. Thank you, Lord. Just minister that touch, Lord. Minister that touch. Cast all disease out. That's not our portion. As the children of God, that's not our portion. 
Thank you. That healing is the children's bread. All right. Wrap up your prayers. Wrap up your prayers. Ask them now. I'd like you to ask them, did they feel anything while you're praying for them? Did they feel... Does it feel better? Does it feel worse? (laughs) Just ask them the question. Examine. Find out on a scale of one to five. Five being I'm 100% now. One being I'm exactly where I was. Ask them on a scale of one to five. How do you, how do you feel? Okay, did we have any five out of fives? We have 70% better. Thank you, Lord. We celebrate that and we trust you for another 30% healing. All right. Let's, let's wrap there. Kritzaba, Pumlani, let's, let's wrap up there. Sometimes healing happens instantly. Sometimes it's progressive. Either way, we know that God's going to do it. I've been healed instantly before, like literally instantly. I was like healed. And sometimes it's been a progressive thing that God has done in my life. So we celebrate both. Amen? All right. Let's go to the word of knowledge. Okay, we're going to talk about the word of knowledge. And I want to start in John chapter 1. And verse 47. Just to give you a biblical example of the word of knowledge in operation. John chapter 1. The gospel of John chapter 1 verse 47. So in this passage, Nathanael was approaching Jesus. And when Jesus saw Nathanael approaching, he said to him, Hear truly is an Israelite in whom there is no deceit. How do you know me? Nathanael asked. And Jesus answered, I saw you while you were still under the fig tree before Philip called you. So Philip went and called Nathanael. And where was Nathanael? He was under the fig tree. (laughs) And then Nathanael declared, Rabbi, you are the son of God. You are the king of Israel. So how did... Jesus, no. You know, the the gifts of the Spirit, what we see is Jesus flowing in all of them, okay? And this is never just so... The thing about Jesus is He was always empowering us to do what He did. So we must never look at this and go, well, yeah, that was Jesus. No, this was the prototype of humanity that we're viewing. Whenever we're looking at Jesus in the Gospels, we're seeing the prototype of humanity, how we are meant to be. Here in this moment, somebody new is approaching Him And he knows something about him. He knows that he was under the fig tree when Nathaniel. Not only did he know that, he knows his character, that that there is no deceit in him, a true son, a, a true Israelite. And it was that knowledge of him that he couldn't have known it through, he didn't know it through other means. All right? Philip didn't tell him before, I'm going to introduce you to Nathaniel, and Nathaniel's like this, and I'm going to go get him under the fig tree. Jesus had no way of knowing that information. Before Nathaniel arrived on the scene. And what was the result of that word of knowledge? Well, you are the Messiah. You are 
the anointed one. There was this revelation that like only God could know that. Only God could know that. So a word, this is a perfect example of a word of knowledge. It's getting information from God for somebody that will unlock something in their lives and bring them closer to God. That's what a word of knowledge is. So another example in scripture is in John 4 when Jesus is talking with the woman at the well. And I I imagine she's quite a feisty woman. You know, Jesus arrives and says, give me some water. And she's like, well, you know, who are you asking? I'm, I'm you know, you're an Israelite. And, uh, you know, she's got this like sass on her and she's giving him. And, she's, and he's asking, well, woman, if you knew who was asking, you would ask him. And she's like, oh, really? Whatever, whatever. So there's this conversation going on. And then he says, go call your husband. And she says, I don't have a husband. And he says, that's right. You've had five husbands. And the man you're with right now, it's not your husband. After that moment, everything changes in the conversation. Everything changes. All her walls that she had put up to defend herself come crashing down. And she meets the Savior. She becomes an incredible evangelist. She goes and gets her whole city and brings her whole city to Jesus. There are extra biblical writings of this woman becoming a woman evangelist who literally won thousands of people to Jesus. Empowered for ministry after that moment. So, 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 so this, is the, this is, what is that? That is the power of God in one little moment. It's a tool to unlock this woman's heart and release her into her destiny and bring her closer to Jesus. That is a word of knowledge. I remember praying for some students a little while back. They all came from ministry and I was praying for them. And I was praying for this one guy that came up from ministry. And I was just praying for him. And, and I just felt like led to say something to him. Like I just got a word of knowledge for him. And I looked at him and I said, Champ, God says you don't need a girlfriend. <laughs> now some of the young men are like never going to come to ministry again, I know. <laughs> They're going to be like, no, I'm not going to Wayne. <laughs> I'll go to Lange. <laughs> His eyes just went like this. Like he had seen a ghost. I didn't know what actually happened in that moment. But the word was this. God, you don't need a girlfriend. God says that he wants you to draw near to him and seek him in this time of your life. Only many years later, well, no, a couple of years later, that I find that young man came to me and said, you know that day that you prayed for me? That was the day that changed my entire life. I said, why? I said, because that morning, I was looking at all the other students on campus and all the things they were doing, and I, I thought, I need a girlfriend. I want to fit in with the crowd. I, this whole thing of, like, you know, being a Christian or whatever, I'm, I'm not sure. And anyway, and, and that very morning, he decided, I'm going to get a girlfriend. Then he came to church. <laughs> on a mission, I'm going to get a girlfriend. <laughs> And God met him where he was at. And there was no way I could have known that. No way I could have known that. All right? That was just him in his own personal. It exposed his heart. It brought him closer to Jesus and put him on the direction that he was in in life. Okay? 
Um, I remember recently praying for another young man who's not really a Christian. He's kind of a Christian, but I was praying for him. And while I was praying, I just felt led to ask. And I said, champ, I really have a feeling that your family has just recently been through a financial crisis. And the weight of it has fallen on you. And there are mornings where you feel like the burden is too heavy to carry. Immediately just started crying. Immediately, just like, just opened, because that is exactly what happened. Two years ago, their family business blew up, and now he's the only working one, and he's, and he's literally been just hustling to make a plan for the last couple of years, and he often wakes up in anxiety and stress. And how do I know that? I don't. It's a gift. It's a tool from the Holy Spirit, because Jesus wants to reach people where they're at. And that just word of knowledge, he even said, there's no way you could know that. You know, it's, it's like, what God? what is the fruits of the word of knowledge? God sees, God knows, God cares. That's the fruit of this word, okay? Um, you know, we were at Home Affairs, and, and Trish was like, I was just being bothered by being at Home Affairs. Trish is like, let's trust God for a word. <laughs> she trusts God for a word, shares it with this, gets a word for this woman, shares it with her, and... And amazing how it just turned the situation at Home Affairs around. It's amazing how um, it unlocked something in her life and got us our passports quicker. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> um, but but this, is, this is where, uh, the reason why I say this is because this is where, these are, the word of knowledge is not just for these moments here. Therefore, when you're at home affairs, for when you're irritated, for when you're bothered, for when you're, I don't know, in a restaurant or whatever it is. Like, I want you to come up a second. If you've got your mic as well, I want you. Maybe. Ah, there we go. So, so before the service, Langer had a word of knowledge um, for some people here, which he brought to our pre-service meeting. Which Not I just, didn't know it was a word of knowledge until you described it. It sounds so cool now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, now now you've got a category for it. Mm, yeah, you haven't. As men, we like to put it in a box. It's a word of knowledge. Yes. <laughs> but th- this is what I felt. Um, walked in, just started getting this heaviness that there are people who are going through a frustration, a, a different kind of frustration. You know when you've tried something and failed, and tried again and failed, and think that it's coming all right and it comes back again. It's that kind of frustration. It's um, I, 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 an example that I gave to Wayne is when you apply for a job, you get it, and a month or two down the line, you lose it. You try, you know, when you feel that your life has, is a distinct struggle. I'm not talking about you frustrated now you don't have money for petrol. No, we all get that. It's a recurring no. pattern in your life. Talking about stuff that just keeps on going and you've got to a point, even you at home, you've got to a point where you expect to be defeated even when you are winning right now. So it's that kind of frustration and I have no clue who that is but this is your moment. Now we know it's a word of knowledge. Please don't be shy. 
God revealed it so that you can be touched and healed and be encouraged and get over that hurdle and get to see the other side of the mountain. Yeah. So we're going to pray for that now. Um, yes. You know, I, I just heard this testimony of a church in Joburg where this one guy got up and said, I, I have a word that there's someone here with back pain. Would you come forward just and get some prayer? Nobody comes. So he's waiting, he's praying. God puts another word in him and says, they've had surgery recently and it hasn't worked. So he said, you've had surgery recently and it hasn't worked. Still, nobody comes up. Who happens? Eh? Sometimes we get frozen to our seats eh? <laughs> in church, which we shouldn't be. We're family here, guys. Um, and then eventually he gets a name and he's like, Joe. You had surgery recently. Your back is sore. Joe comes up very hesitantly out of his seat. The reason why he didn't come up was he just felt like he, he, he had always been overlooked in his life. So maybe it was for somebody else. Maybe it wasn't for him. But it was for him. And, and eventually he came up and got powerfully healed that day. Miraculously in his back. You know, was completely restored. <laughs> And, and, and so this is, you know, so this is what I want to say. When we hear the word of the Lord, like let's respond with a full heart. Let's forget about what people think. This, that's your moment. You know, so anybody here, you feel like this? Just stand to your feet. Something like you feel like it, and we're going to pray for you just where you are this morning. Can I also encourage those who receive words of knowledge now that I know that there are words of knowledge. Last time, last time vividly, I got this. I woke up in the morning. God gave me a name. A name that I couldn't even pronounce. I woke up my wife and said, it's a Sutu name. Very, very difficult. I yes. can't hear. I said the same thing. I tried to pronounce the name. I can hear it in my head, but I can't say it out. And eventually I tried. <laughs> Somebody came out of the church and says, there's my sister's name. She was struggling with something at that time in New York. At the time I was standing here. I was talking to somebody somewhere else. So don't be discouraged that you don't see the fruits immediately. Don't think that it's not happening because you don't see what's happening. Just stick in faith that that's what God is saying. Yeah. All right. So so the guys who are standing right now, uh, can we just maybe get maybe one or two people around them? And I'd like you just to minister to them for a moment. And for the rest of us, let's pray for them. Just quietly where you are. You're welcome just to pray in the Spirit. feel like maybe you need to break some things over these lives. Lord God, thank you. Alright, go for it. Just pray for them. Let them go for a little bit. Let them go and then go. Let's go for it. Father, in the name of Jesus, we agree right now that patterns are broken. Ungodly yes, patterns over these agree. lives are broken in the name of Jesus. Yes, God. We say the cycle is broken. Today is a new day. And I thank you, Lord, that your blessing, your favor, your provision, and your victory is their portion. Yes, God. And as we stand in agreement... And as we walk alongside each other, we thank you that we will see these things come to pass and we will stand and give testimony and share in the victory stories of what you've done right here in this moment here today. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' name. 
Amen. Amen. We agree. Really, kind of making progress. I kind of felt like I don't know if we were getting anywhere, and and I felt like he was kind of trapped in a lot of things. And I began to pray, and I just said, Father, you know, what what do you want to do in this moment? Do you have anything to say? And the question dropped into my spirit, and the question was this: Where is your dad? Where is your dad? So I was like, I know where my dad. <laughs> no, it's for him, Wayne. <laughs> so I asked him, and I was like, I just said it as as I heard it. Where's your dad? Boom! Every wall came down. He began to weep. Two hours maybe later, just incredible healing. Dad had left home a couple of years ago, ran away with another woman. From that moment onwards, everything in the family just collapsed, and it's just such a wound in his life. And and the question, where is your dad, was like the Holy Spirit saying, that's where we're gonna go. <laughs> that's what we need to deal with. Not all these other addictions, not all these other things going on in his life right now. What we need to deal with is where is dad? And the answer is, he's with you right now. You have a heavenly father. And it was about connecting him to the heavenly father and, and him coming to that place where I have a dad in heaven who loves me unconditionally, no matter what my earthly dad has ever said or ever done. And it was about bringing him into that relationship and the healing then came to the rest of his life. But what was that? That was a word of knowledge. Just a word of knowledge coming in. Yeah. Sabzi, come on up. Hi, Chet. Uh, as we're praying uh, for the guys, I think especially on this side, there's a picture that you keep seeing in your place and it keeps reminding you that you won't make it. Yeah, so it's like I had a picture. You enter your room or this place and it stands out to you. And I felt God saying you need to remove that. Mm. Hallelujah. I felt like God saying you need to remove that. You, you don't know what it's doing to you, but it's there. It stares at you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Some of you might only realize later on that that was you. Just had that. <laughs> Quickly, a word of wisdom. What's the difference between a word of knowledge and a word of wisdom? A, a word of wisdom, knowledge is just knowing something. A word of wisdom is knowing the application of it. You might know that tomatoes are a fruit. Okay, wisdom is don't put tomatoes in a fruit salad. All right? <laughs> Knowledge and wisdom. All right? So wisdom is just having incredible insight and knowing what to do about it. Good ex- biblical example is two women are fighting over a baby. They come before Solomon. What does Solomon say? Chop the baby in half. <laughs> he just knew wisdom just flowed through him in that situation. I, I remember just a, a, a man in our church sharing his business challenges with me on the phone. In a moment, I don't know how, I don't know what was going on in his business. He said he's just about to sell X, Y, and Z. And I just said to him, champ, do not sell that. What you need to do is go speak to so-and-so, do this, get that thing. And I just gave these instructions. And I was like, you I'm a business guy now. <laughs> like, honestly, that literally turned his business around for him in that moment. Literally helped him. Where did I get that from? That's the Holy Spirit. It's just a tool. 
And, and so often now we feel like a word of wisdom is like, again, okay, we've got to bring it up, we've got to put it on display, make a big thing of it. No, this needs to happen pew to pew. This needs to happen in our connect groups. This, you know, while we pray for each other, listen, you know, that business thing, that relationship thing, that family issue, I just feel like what you need to do is, I feel like God is saying, you know, just allowing Holy Spirit to, for all of us to be vessels that the wisdom of God can flow through. I don't know, I can't even count how many times, and you'll never put a tag, oh, that was a word of wisdom. We don't do that, you know, because that's what Langer was saying. Like, it's so often, if you put the tag there, you don't know if you got it, you know. But but it should happen so naturally in our lives. They should flow. So many times in my life, I've received wisdom from Christians. They don't even know how much it's helped me in my life. It's the gift of a word of wisdom flowing. Um, And there's various other examples I could share with you biblically. Let's just move on to the gift of prophecy. And we'll close with this. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 14, he said, pursue love. Amen? We're going to have a church that's pursuing love. And he said, desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. prophesy. For he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men, but to God, for no one understands him. However, in the spirit he speaks mysteries. But he who prophesies speaks edification and exhortation and comfort to men. So Paul highlights, last week we highlighted the gift of tongues and how amazing that is, right? Paul takes all the gifts. He says, I pray that you would talk in tongues more. He said, I talk in tongues more than all of you. And And then over there he says, I pray that you'll all talk in tongues. Okay, so tongues is a very important gift. It's an activator gift. It helps us move in all the other gifts. It's, it's unique from all the other nine, and it's the one that we have control over. Okay? So it's a special gift that allows us to build ourselves up so that we can become more spirit-led. But then he also highlights another gift over here, and he says, I, I especially that you may prophesy. Why? Because when we prophesy over each other, we edify, we exhort, and we comfort. How many of you know we need that in our lives? I would not be up here doing what I do with my life if it wasn't for strategic, prophetic words that God delivered over my life. When I was 18 and wondering what I was going to do with my life or whatever, I've got a prophetic word and a scripture that literally has directed my life to this very day. When Trish and I were seeking God for the next season in our lives and we were like wondering where we got, Jim LaFoon called us out and prophesied that we were going to lead, take over leadership in the, in the church, you know, even before it happened, all right? And that prophetic word was released over our lives. It catapulted us into the next season. And, I've been, and I, just this other week, Carmen was here for a leaders gathering and she's like, Wayne, I just see you writing, 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 writing. And I even see you writing prayer manuals. At the moment, I'm currently writing a book. It's a manual. I'm praying for revival. She has no idea. And the word of the Lord was like, keep writing. <laughs> just keep writing. So I'm like, so I haven't told her anything. But she just prophesied that, keep writing. Can I tell you how many times I'm writing this thing? I get the little voice in my head saying, you're wasting your time. Get busy with something else. That little thing comes so often. I feel like, you know, just, just matter Okay, I got it right. Okay, come on up here. Just to give you an introduction, Yerichens and Marake are from our Potchefstroom church, where Makabongwe is right now. And um, they are stepping into something new. 
in they are busy planting a church in Thunderbale Park. Okay, so I'm just going to ask Knox, come on up, Trish, come on up, and uh, let's just release some prophetic words over these guys. Andre Navash, come on up, the Mtwas, come on up. Let's just pray. Look at these two little boys. <laughs> we know that. <laughs> 13 months apart, darling. Yeah, that's that's some serious power right there. <laughs> All right. So, church, planting a ch- planting a church is a declaration of war. They are stepping into into Thunderbale Park, right? And and we're gonna we're gonna trust God to do something special through this family as they go there. So so let's just begin to pray for them, and then as you guys feel the need to declare, then. Let's go for it. We can share the mic. Thank you, Father God. We thank you for this amazing family this morning. Called by you, appointed by you for such a time as this. We speak blessing over them today. We speak blessing over them today. Blessing upon blessing. The flow of the power of your spirit over their lives. More anointing, Father God, than they've ever imagined. Flows through the gift of preaching. Lord, the gift of teaching that's upon you. My son, says the Lord, there is a gift to teach, to preach the word of God, to do it in power. Your scripture is that my language and message will not be in demonstration of human eloquence or human power, but in demonstration of the Holy Spirit and power. The Lord is saying that there is a great river that's going to flow out of you, son. There's a great river that's going to flow out of you. There's going to be a healing river flowing out of you. You've been pursuing healing. There's going to be a river of healing. People in the in Thunderbale Park are going to come in. Your house will be a house of healing. Lay hands on the sick, says the Lord. Lay hands on the sick. 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 I just want to release you into that today, that there is going to be a healing flow through you as a couple even. Marriages, families being healed. An anointing to heal families, bring families together. There's going to be anointing on you to restore families, to bring them into the the kingdom, to bring them into, I see, just divorce and brokenness plaguing the community that you're going into. In fact, one of the, the... the marks of this community is going to be broken homes, um, adultery, and, and there's just going to be like broken marriages. And I just see there's a restoration that God wants to do through you and the work in this place. Thank you, Father. Mm. I just declare a um, great spirit of courage over you. Mm. That you will stand and you will keep standing. You've already fought many battles and you've already faced a number of giants. And you've been faithful and you've been steadfast. And I just release a fresh dose yes. of courage and tenacity and resolve to look the enemy straight in the eye and see him through the victory of the courage. cross yes, that God. he is already defeated, yes, yes, that God. he will not intimidate you. In fact, I release over you just the, the terror that comes on the enemy when he is given assignments to come and torment you or it's like the enemy goes no I don't want to go there I don't want to have to go there because they are have such a resolve and such a tenacity and such a uh, just a steadfastness and I thank you Lord that there would be 
incredible grace upon them yes, to do everything that they do from a place of victory and joy. I thank you, Lord, that they laugh in the face of adversity. Yeah. I thank you, Lord, that <laughs> when the tormentor comes, they laugh. They're like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. This is just another thing, really. And they just laugh and they stand because your word is the plumb line in their lives. And they continue to stand. And that's what he's called you to do. Just keep standing. Mm. Just keep standing. Just keep standing. Um, I just saw a picture of you sitting down. And, and you, it's like you're mending this thing. But, um, you know, it's, 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 it's got this long tear. And for anybody, it would be just a challenge to do this. But you, like you're humming away. And, and I just sense that God is giving you so much rest. That you will just rest in Him. And that, you know, you will do battle in a, from a place of rest. And that even as you, as you disciple your kids, that you're going to do it from a place of rest. And I just sense that God is giving you, almost like increasing your muscles. I just remembered an old thing I used to watch when I was a child, He-Man. And how he would just go from being a normal-sized person to having these big muscles because he was connected to a specific power. And I just sense that's exactly what is happening in your lives now. That God is, it's like he is re-energizing um, you, re-igniting, re, um, like strengthening you. Um, yeah, so that's for you. And I really just, I'll keep this quick. Your boys, I just sent such an incredible call upon their lives. One of them is going to release some amazing music that is going to shatter, literally shatter um, bondages in people's lives. And he's going to have, I don't know if you've seen it already, but he has incredible joy on him. Like he, as he gets older, you'll see just his sense of humor is going to be awesome it's like his ministry is going to be a peculiar unusual one almost like a singing comedian or something like that i don't know what it is but i really sense an amazing incredible call on him and i just sense that your little boy is very analytical in how god has created him and that he will come into situations and be able to see things that other people don't see so even in how he will address life he'll ask you questions that will like you know, you'll be like, well, I, I don't know, you know, but but just I just sense the Lord saying, just rest in understanding that He's given you these two individuals and given you the ability to raise them because you will see at a very early age the great calling that is upon Him. And the analytical mind is going to be used in the business world in a mighty way. He will be a well sought after analyst or whatever it is that it will be called wow. in that day. Come but you know, He will be well sought out. But he will be rooted in the Lord because of how you have actually deliberately decided on how you are going to raise both Come of them. Come on. Thank you, Lord. Amen. What, what is his name? Stefan. Stefan. Okay. It, it's just as my wife was saying, I was just queuing up to say, whatever you have, he has it in multiple. You're going to start something for him, it's going to be just so easy to do. You have to remember to listen to him at this age because he has the spirit of God. It's in full working. It's yes. a small body, but it's complete. Just learn to listen to him. Yes, learn to see what God is doing through your children. The quiet spirit is not just silent. It's quiet. Big difference. Let him blossom to a point where he's just going to blow. Your children have an incredible Come blessing. On. There are names 
a strategic. What is his name? Kian. Kian. Just, just pray for them and, and, and revive it and call it forward. It's all there. You just have to step into it. But watch your children. They, they, they like, they like pointers. People who saw it this way, that way. Stop. Go faster. Slower. You will be, you will be the, the, the chiefs of the, of the program. But they will give you the pace. Amen. Two words came to my spirit as we're praying and uh, I want you guys to write them down. It's strength and favor. Um, God is going to continue revealing to you guys what they mean but that those are just the words that um, God has, the things that God has blessed you with. It's, it's strength and and it's favor. There's, there's absolutely nothing you guys are going to be doing. God is going to do it all. You are so favored and it's, it's like that this, you are, your family is so strong and I don't know in what way but please write those down and as you journey with the Lord he, he is going to unfold it Father we thank you so much for the mm. favor that you have bestowed in this family we thank you for the representation of strength that we see and then we pray that they experience it in full capacity oh God and that they do not forget everything that you've said in the name of Jesus we pray Father that when the devil Father tries to weaken them in any way God they may see and experience that you've just bestowed in them oh God in the name of Jesus and we thank you Father that they will not lift up their finger you've got everything prepared for them oh God they will walk oh Father in the name of Jesus in favor we thank you that in you God Almighty in the name of Jesus we thank you that there's nothing that we need to do just to be available for you oh God Almighty thank you Father we bless this family in Jesus mighty name Go for it, Nabash. Go for it, yeah. Okay. Your name is again? Marakai. I just see, I just want to confirm what Knox and Otando said. Such strength in you. I'm reminded of when Jesus spoke to Peter and said, On this rock I will build my church. And when I look at you, I see that strength that you're not moved by circumstances and situations. When things happen, and usually people respond emotionally, you like solid, firm. You firm on the things of God. You firm on His Word. And I feel like God is taking you to a new level in His Word. He's taking you to higher heights with Him. I see you on your knees. I see you reading the Word and asking God for deeper and divine revelation. And He's saying, I'm taking you to that place. I'm giving you more insight. I'm giving you more revelation. I'm giving you more understanding of me. Because it's me that you want. It's intimacy with me that you want. And I see you as a voice to your husband. There's going to be times where, you know, there's challenges in building a church. But in, in those challenges, God is with you. And He will guide you. And 
when your husband spends time with God, God will lay things on his heart and then you will be that voice of confirmation to him. And as you spend time in the word, God will specifically give you points and your your husband will know that that is the voice of God because it's like you are the voice of the Holy Spirit to him. Wow. So I really Amen believe that, that for you. So Father, yeah. we thank you for that. We thank yeah. you for the unity between this beautiful couple. We thank you for divine revelation of your word and greater insight that you give Mariki. We thank you, my dad, that the word that you have established on their lives, yeah. you will complete. Your word does not return to you void, but it does what you have set out for it to do. So we thank you for that, Lord. In Amen. Jesus' name. If you've got more words, share it with them just now. I want to wrap the service. Um, yeah. So cool to have you guys here this morning. Can you give them a hand? And we trust you feel edified, comforted, exhorted as you go forth and plant that church and impact that community. So church, let me, let me wrap. The heart of this today is... Let's be active with these gifts. Let's understand that they're tools that the Holy Spirit has given us, that you're not disqualified in any way from from sharing words of wisdom or words of knowledge or prophesying over people. Don't think that the gifts are just for church settings. They're for Uber rides. They're for going to the bank and the mall. They're for family times. They're, They're there to be used and for God to speak through you. And often... It won't be like something dramatic. It's often just going to feel very natural and very normal. Why? Because Holy Spirit is in you and you are now naturally supernatural. Amen. Can we stand to our feet and let's close the service. Sorry, it's gone on a little bit longer than normal, but hey, it was good. Father, thank you for our time this morning. Won't you raise your hands, church? just want to pronounce a blessing over you. just receive. Father, we thank you that as we go out, we go out with the King of Kings. May you be blessed as you walk out. Blessed as you stepping out of this place. Yes. Blessed as you think. Yes. Blessed as you plan. Yes. Blessed as you execute. We thank you, God, and we receive your joy. Yes. We receive your strength. We receive your security. We receive your power. Yes. We are walking in faith this week. And we're going to it expecting, knowing that you have done all that you have promised. In Jesus' mighty name, go out in a mighty blessing. Amen. Amen. Have a great week, church. Thank you for joining Church Online today. We hope that you were inspired and challenged by today's message. We would like to encourage you to join one of our connect groups where you can make friends and discuss the word further. You can message us on 072-606-6747 to join a connect group or to send us any prayer needs you might have. To give your tithes and offering, please visit our website www.endurban.org to get our bank details and zapper code. Have a safe and blessed week.